Shalom, <coughs> excuse me, Chase over here, and welcome to Potting with the Pundits on the Chop Sports Network. Please remember to rate the show on iTunes and leave us a review to help our algorithm so we can continue to grow the show. Also, check out our, not new anymore, check out our Facebook page at Potting with the Pundits for more content, including a weekly pundit report. And of course, once as, all, as always, thank you again to Frankie Kazarian and Gutter Candy for the amazing theme song. Now, since I'm just a moderator, bear down. Let's go around the panel and check in on our pundits. So tonight, flying solo is actually the king of all chop sports media, Mr. Dave Sturgeo. Dave, how are you tonight? Well, I mean, I'm here by myself. So if that's any indication of, of how we collectively, me and Mike, are feeling this week, um, you know, it is what it is. It, it was a nasty nasty one on a sunday all the all the walking around like mcgregor baiting the giants 40 to nothing beating patriots 38 three none of that really matters it's a week-to-week league and um this week we got slaughtered so but i'm here i'm here to face the music so bring it on boys all right everyone's favorite stallion riley allen how are you my friend i'm doing <clears throat> excuse me i'm doing fantastic jamie coming off a great weekend a great chris stapleton concert saturday at uh, ubs arena in uh, new york Sunday, oh, what a great day of football. From start to finish, including that Sunday night game, where the 49ers gave a harsh dose of reality to the Cowboys and their delusional fans. You see, when you're not playing blind men and cripple, the game changes the bet. Because you won three games against teams with no quarterbacks and no receivers, don't mean shit. And on a personal note, my thoughts and prayers are with the people of Israel, with those monsters from the Middle East, the terrorists that destroyed our nation multiple times in 96 and in 2001, when you have an infestation problem of rodents or insects, the only object and the only cure is annihilation, extermination. And what those people went through and the women and the children and the infants being beheaded Mm. on video while these animals celebrated on video May God have mercy on the people of Israel's souls and those terrorist pieces of shit. <laughs> when, 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 when the machine guns find you, bro, God can't do anything for you. But once again, my thoughts and prayers with the people of Israel. Elections have consequences, people. And the money to Iran funded this, and all the money we've wasted on that shit nation of Ukraine has brought us to this. So I'm done, guys. Sorry for getting well, political. No, you're thank done. you. Thank you're you for done. saying that, Rob. You're, you're done, and so is this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I think I think we all can I, don't, I think we all can agree that there's a lot of bad, horrible, horrible, wow. disgusting stuff going it's, on right it's now. A, but. It's a rough world, man. You have one choice: just be kind, man. I don't understand. Yeah. Like, just be nice to everybody. I know Dave, it's not it's, everybody's blood. But let's just talk it's, sports. It's, it's, yeah. not, it's not though. It's not. Mm-hmm. It can't be. Right. Moving on to Dab's best friend, oh. Big Eighties Donny B. How are you tonight? How you feeling? Yeah, you know, Dad, I, just a, I just got a phone call from Fox News. They want us at the uh, nine o'clock hour. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, big payday involved. Uh, awesome weekend, Zach Brown concert on Saturday night. Um, it was great. And then Sunday, I actually partook in my very first bar crawl in and out Lacey Township. Big shout out to my wife and Diana Velsry for putting it together. I don't drink alcohol, but it was still great to go out with everybody. Awesome time all day long. And then we had the great nightcap. We told everybody what was going to happen right on this show. Told you the 49ers are gonna win. I took the 49ers to represent the NFC. I couldn't make it any simpler. We told you what was gonna happen, and it happened. The single worst primetime destruction 
that I've seen in a long well, time. Wait a minute. That's debatable. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. How, how you're just going to omit the fact that the Giants are now one and four about to be one and five? We're just going to fight across that shit about how the Giants might be the worst team in football right now. You could, you could argue that. I was sitting at the Oyster Creek Brewery watch, watching that game when they picked it off before the half, and it was 14-10, and I said, all right, there's a glimmer of hope, and then, boom, it was all she wrote. They were off to the track meet, Tyree Kill all over the place. Uh, the Giants, I don't know what's going on, man. Hopefully, Jones plays this week against Buffalo. I have no idea. No, I, I think he's think, out. Is he out? His I, neck, I, isn't I, he I out a few weeks? Out. I thought I could be uh, wrong. He might actually play. Well, there are uh, a lot yeah, of injuries that we're going to get to later. A lot of injuries play. this week. I mean, listen, they're going to have the bye next week. They come back with three winnable games after that. Oh, I don't know, man. We'll just have to wait and see what happens. But, hey, it's a week-to-week league like you just said. Hopefully the Giants can string together a few wins, a little positive momentum. We'll see what happens. But uh, the Niners, boy, we told you right here. And, Raleigh, I believe Deflection your, city over here. your thirst has been quenched this week, correct? Yeah, well, you Johnny, it's funny you should say that. Well, uh, Mike we wasn't able. Nah, we're, we're not. We lost about 250 pounds of shitty bleached hair. 270. Uh, cowboy delusional record. Uh, you know, but uh, yeah, Mike couldn't make it. But yes, uh, more, two more cases of Miller Lights for the Stallion because my lock of the week, Sam Fran over the Dallas Cowboys. Hey, I missed one game this week, and here we go, bro. Raleigh Locke is back. <laughs> yeah, uh, so I'm sure you guys know by now, have heard that uh, Mike is cannot join us. As Donnie said on Facebook, he would not be on if the, the Cowboys lose this week. Donnie did say that. Well, so, uh, Guys, real quick, Mike does have some important things to do tonight. Um, <laughs> he's auditioning for season two of The Wrestler on Netflix as we go. <laughs> he's taking bumps in an OVW ring. And then afterwards, Mike will be acting as a suspect in a murder mystery. Mike has the opportunity to play Colonel Mustard from the game clue there in Louisville. A very prestigious acting engagement, and therefore he couldn't be here tonight. But I have it on good authority that Mikey will be here to give his locks and oh. his upsets a little bit later in the show. I, I you know, I, I pulled some strings, and I, I got Al to give him a few minutes to, to make his picks. Oh, how generous of Mr. Snow. It really is. The snowman. I love that snowman. And right, Mr. Moderator, if I may, yes, real quick, yes, may. the Making Money with Mikey Mush Fund is up another $14. Oh, and I'm, as God. a total shoot, sitting in Caffrey's backyard bar in Lacey Township, New Jersey, all the Eagles fans were going crazy during the Rams game. And I just sat there and laughed my ass off. And I said to a guy who I've never met before, hey, thank Mike Bucci for that because he bet on <laughs> he, he bet against the Eagles. The guy looked at me like I was from Mars, but. Hey, Mikey Mush, thank you so much. St. Jude's thanks you. Another $14 in the fund. Personally right. wipe out world hunger before the end of the football season. <laughs> Segment number one. Each pundit, as usual, will get 60 seconds to give their thoughts and reactions of the Giants game and then 60 seconds to give their thoughts and reactions about the Dallas Cowboys game. Donnie, let's start with you this week. Thoughts, it was on, rough. The, thoughts on the Giants game starts now. Very rough. I had a little bit of hope during the beginning. I mean, listen, the first quarter was pretty tight. Um, up until the half when they had the interception, the run back. I can't tell you the last time I saw a pick six for a touchdown with the New York Giants. It was 14-10 going in the half. I felt decent, not great. But in that third quarter when the track meet started, I just said, oh, my God, here we go again. And then it just the house of cards came tumbling down. It was not good. I honestly at this point don't know what happened or where it's going wrong. 
My hope is that the Giants can string together a few wins after the bye week. I have no idea what the rest of the season is going to look like. Hopefully a little bit of positivity. We'll see what happens if Saquon comes back. Maybe that'll spark something. I don't know, man. As a Giants fan, you ha I have to look at the positive. I'm a, has I'm a glass half full guy. I've never been a glass half empty guy. Uh, we'll see. As far as the Cowboys game. Um, well, no, I'll get you on the Cowboys game. Okay, that's cool. Yeah, the Giants game, bro. I don't know where it went wrong. All right, your time is up. Raleigh, thoughts on the Giants game? Starts now. Oh, I'd like to try to forget it. Um, listen, <laughs> it wasn't so much like you know, you know, like uh, Donnie was saying the the pick six and stuff like that, and fourteen ten was close. It wasn't like oh, like they're hanging with them. It's like, well, when does the beating start? You know, <laughs> like listen, it's like you know, uh, watching a horror movie, and you know that person's going to get killed, but when is that killer coming? And that's how I watch the Giants game. At this point, it's. It, it, it's not even worth your time to have any hope for the season because the Giants are truly pathetic. I'm not saying that being hating. It's just it started years ago when they drafted Saquon without an offensive line. It's just years of horrible drafting, years of horrible uh, coaching and GM uh, practice. So that's what it is, and I feel bad for the Giants because they're not going to be competitive for many years. All right. Thank you, Dave. Uh, let's start now. It went the way that I – pretty much figured it was going to go you know like they, they are, they are who you thought they were they are who they thought they were exactly and we let them off the hook um but no i i will have to say like there there wasn't any hope uh if you're a giants fan right now you're you're not you're not hope i hate the tank method because you're just not and i know that dayball's not the kind of guy that's going to like no. any way shape or form say like hey boys we're gonna get the number one pick but it's really looking that way uh the, the giants all facets of the game um, are just no good, and they don't have any playmakers on the outsides. Waller has been irrelevant. Uh, Daniel Jones is now banged up with the neck, and Saquon Barkley, when you're on a one-year deal like that and you're suffering from an injury, just look at – I mean, we'll talk about the injuries in a little bit, but when you're on a contract year, tendencies are that you're going to be looking after your own brand um, at this point. So I don't know if we see Barkley again. If he's back, he's back, but the Giants, the season's kind of a wrap, and it's pretty much going to be nailing the coffin Sunday night against Buffalo. That's gonna be a tough one. All right, well, Dave. And a half point underdogs, I believe. At home? No, they're away. No, right? they're in Buffalo. Buffalo. Okay, oh, yeah. but they're wearing their but they're wearing their uh, their uh, throwback color rush. So if that matters, oh, okay. if they can okay. lose by thirty five and look good. I mean, if you look good, you feel good. If you feel good, you play good. If you play good, yeah, they pay no. good. I, I heard your son good. say that. Not not wrong. He, he loves that. <laughs> All right, Dave. We'll, we'll stay with you, Dave. Uh -huh. So that's sixty seconds. Hmm. On the Dallas Cowboys game, your time starts now. They got <laughs> mollywopped is the is the word I'll uh, use. Shout out to your wife, <laughs> but uh, no, they, yeah, I love the word. Yeah, they 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 got beat in every facet of the game. I think that they went into this game a little too ahead of themselves. I think that Dak Prescott is a great politician at this point. You know what I mean? He goes on, he's like, "Oh, I'm pissed off. Here I come. Here comes that." And then like the wheels fell off relatively quick. And then for the Cowboys. When the wheels do fall off, that forces Dak to throw. And when Dak throws too much, there will be some mistakes made, and that's just who he's become. Uh, I think he is a good game-managing quarterback. If they have the lead, the Cowboys are a very good team, and they can sustain time of possession and all that stuff. But when they have to come from behind, I think this team is struggling. CeeDee Lamb is not irrelevant. It's just irrelevant right now, and he should be getting the ball more. Then they ask Jerry Jones, should he be getting the ball more? He comes out and says, well, uh, I think everybody should get the ball. It's like, what the fuck, dude? Like, you know, like <laughs> – it's it's a little bit in disarray right now, uh, but hopefully they can write the ship on Monday night against uh, Los Angeles. All right, Dave, do you consider 
Dak, there's a saying, you know, you don't you don't win because of him, you win with him. You well, see that kind of quarterback? Well, if look, you at win. The, look at the, the record shows right now. The 2023 Cowboys are three and two, and the three wins weren't won because of Dak Prescott. Okay. You know what I mean? So, like, he's he was playing sound games. He wasn't screwing up, and the yeah. defense was creating all these turnovers and making things look amazing, right? And on the surface, as a fan, you're like, holy shit, this defense is elite. And then the 49ers just completely gut punch you. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, Dak Prescott is is my guy. I love him to death. Great person. Um, but still remains to be seen if he can kind of deliver in the big spot. All right. Raleigh, I see you shaking your head. You're going to have the floor right now. Listen, Don't yell too much. I'm I'm not. Thank, thanks, Dad. I thought you died 13 years ago. But anyway, <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, listen, it, it wasn't a surprise because as stated by me here last week, it was a lock. The Dallas Cowboys have beaten the Jets, the Giants, and the Patriots. Three teams with no receivers and no quarterbacks. All right? You're going to sit there and put on your mantle that you won the UFC championship when you choked out a seven-year-old? All right? <laughs> because seriously, when somebody competitive came along, boy, it wasn't even close. You had no glimmer of hope. The, the whistle blew and it was over. Done. Goodbye. They whipped your ass offensively and defensively. And it showed you what a pedestrian at best quarterback that Prescott is because he'll never win. He's not capable of winning. And he played decently enough against three shit teams because Dak is whack. You overpaid. You'll never win. He's QB none or QB done, not QB one. And go Trey Lance. Okay. Okay. Your time is up. These are all Donnie. rehearsed, by the way. These are rehearsed. He looks in the mirror and says, Dak is whack. <laughs> you know, like it's all that charisma Donnie. from the biz, Dave. <laughs> I am. I mean, let me reset the timer. Donnie, your thoughts start now. I think Dak is a quality human being. I think he's a decent NFL quarterback. Um, that being said, I watched the same two NFL playoff games you guys did in 2021 and 2022 with those disastrous crippling defeats at the hands of the 49ers and all i heard for the last year since the end of the last go around with the niners and dallas in the playoffs was how they were going to get revenge this year i believe i don't know who it was parsons or who it was saying we're coming for revenge blah 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 and everything else even those two defeats in the playoffs as crippling as they were this game monday night with the entire dallas offensive line tony pollard completely healthy was from the get-go, from the first snap over. I'm telling you, it was one of the biggest dismantlings I've ever seen in primetime football. It's like they weren't even on the field. I actually felt bad for the Dallas Cowboys at one point. Yeah, we don't we don't need your fucking sympathy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got it. Mama said the bees that way. Listen, first of all, yeah, I mean, I can go on and on about this game, but well, we're about I mean, to talk more about it in a minute, Dave, all right. with the next seg, if you I'm go sure. For it. So next segment was takeaways from the 49ers blowout win over the Cowboys. But it's more like, is Brock Purdy an MVP candidate? And are there any weaknesses to the 49ers game? We're going to start with Raleigh. Okay. Go ahead, Raleigh. Brock, uh, <clears throat> Brock Purdy is a franchise quarterback. Dak Prescott is not. Okay? And listen, San Fran is the best team in the NFL right now. Okay? And even if they have an off game this week or the next week, they are the best team offensively and defensively in the NFL. 
And the team that two delusional people put as the front runner, the record-setting team, and a quarterback, early MVP favorite, they just tamed them like two little kittens. It was horrible. The 49ers are the team to beat and the team to beat in the NFL. That's it. All right. Donnie, Donnie, thoughts on the Niners? My thoughts on the Niners are very simple. They did exactly what they said they were going to do. They literally pulled up a shirt that said F Dallas, like right to their faces. George Kittle, three touchdowns in the game. It was one of the most humiliating beatdowns I've ever seen. It was reminiscent of when T.O. put the ball in the middle of the star and said F you. Like that's what it reminded me of, like that level of disrespect. They went out there and said, F you, Dallas Cowboys. We can give a shit less about you. This is what we're going to do. And did anybody notice ever since a certain curly-haired goofball named Mike Bucci proclaimed on this show (laughs) that since the teams had video on Mr. Brock Purdy, he was going to have a down year and be the shits? I kind of remember him saying that. The guy, ever since those words came out of his mouth, he's looked like a young Joe Montana. (laughs) <laughs> what's 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 his name? No, Nostra, Nostra dumbass. Nostra dumbass makes another prediction. Good one, maybe Mike. Mike should maybe Mike should say Dak sucks. He'll be an MVP candidate That's for the rest of the year. Yeah, he should start betting against the Cowboys. He's never done that before. All right, Dave. Your thoughts on the the 49ers? Any weaknesses in the game? Is Brock an MVP candidate? You're shaking your head no. So. They're, no, I'm just saying there's no weakness. They're the best team in football. Oh, okay. they're, 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 it's not close. It's it, especially in the NFC. I don't, I don't even think the Eagles, who have shown vulnerabilities in certain aspects, the Niners haven't. You know what I mean? Like I just Brock Purdy. I had this conversation with a couple of my friends the other day, and I said, "Can you, fo- you drop in?" You no, focus group? It's like normal friends, like normal dudes <laughs> do. You know, um, I, I say I look at, at the 49ers and I say, "Can you drop in any quarterback?" Can you drop in any quarterback on the 49ers and they be just as good? So like no. Zach Wilson or or you know another name another quarterback that stinks. You know what I mean? Like Justin Mac Jones. Be good. No, uh, Mac, Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. Same thing. Like Dak Prescott. I even said, well, Dak Prescott would probably do well with them. But I think Brock Purdy is is looking like that. A lot of teams, 31 teams in particular, for seven rounds of draft, made a big mistake. You know what I mean? Like this dude is literally lacing him in, and as of today. He leads the league in quarterback rating, man. So, like, there's no there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. The guy is a stud, and he's got a million weapons. Christian McCaffrey is a fucking animal. And, and I'm telling – and and shout out to fucking Kittle, bro. You score three times? Absolutely fucked Dallas. Yeah. You fucked Dallas. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's he did. 100%. Like, there's just no way Wait. ifs, ands, or buts about it. But and- to your point, uh, Donnie, the last time that somebody did something to Dallas to disrespect them, like a T.O. with the star, he wound up signing him. So, George, listen, if you're listening, <laughs> I would love for you to come with the Dallas Cowboys, man. We can use another tight end in that, in that tight end room. So, for that, and he's a wrestling mark, so I, I definitely like That's George. True. With with the way the Bills played, Bills played last week, I think Niners would destroy them right now if they were to play. I think the Bills, Bills? – they're going to be there's, lot, there's some off, stuff going on there. Bill's team. And they're about to really yeah. unleash, I think on the giants when they get back home and Jesus not to mention, off. not to mention the NFL schedule makers really gave them the rub, like the rub there. Like the Jaguars didn't have to leave. They, they got to stay in England mm, for a week yeah. and just practice and do nothing. But meanwhile, the bills got to come over there, adjust to the timing, adjust to all this other shit. And, and the Jaguars didn't have to do that. The Jaguars, Mark my words, before the end of our lifetimes, the Jacksonville Jaguars will be the London Jaguars, and it'll be the first ever national team in the NFL. 
Interesting. All right. So this is like a sell or no sell. It's about the Green Bay Las Vegas game. That was uh, Monday night. So it's only week five, guys. And Sports Illustrated headline read. Well, this was week five, this game. And the Sports Illustrated headline read, Clock is ticking on Garoppolo. Love after Raiders beat Packers. What do you guys take away from that game? And what are you buying and selling about that game? Like, do you think the clock is ticking on Garoppolo and Jordan Love already? Would you pick somebody? Uh, Would you pick somebody? We'll start with uh, Donnie. We'll start with Donnie. Sorry. Well, I'm a little pissed at Jordan Love because if the Packers won that game, it cost me 450 bucks. (laughs) He was the last team I needed to win in my parlay on DraftKings. But that being said, uh, listen, I honestly, I mean, Jordan Love, he's been sitting on the bench forever. I think you got to give him a little more leeway. With Jimmy G, you know exactly what you're going to get. I don't know what other option that the Raiders had. So you could say they love it running out on each of them. What else were they going to do? Um, they are what they are. I think Jimmy G is just a serviceable guy until whoever the next guy is that replaces him. Jordan Love, I, I need to see a little more tape on him. You know what I mean? I need a few more games from him. So uh, if I had to say the clock's running out on one of them, I'd say it's probably more Jimmy G. All right, Dave, your thoughts? Yeah, I think Jimmy G is a, a very serviceable quarterback, and he wins. Every, you know, he, he's won where he's at. You know what I mean? And, and given that he's had a juggernaut of a team to, to, to quarterback around him, the Raiders aren't that team. And while Devontae Adams still is, to me, a top five wide receiver in football, it just doesn't seem like he's getting the ball as much as he should. Uh, but, you know, credit <clears throat> the people that are covering Devontae Adams. You know, you really can't do much about that. Jimmy G is 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 good. He'll, you know, I know the Giants fans. I know the Patriots. I know the Jets would take Jimmy G in a heartbeat. They, they really would. He wins football games. He doesn't make that many mistakes. Jordan Love, on the other hand, it was very – reminiscent of watching Dak Prescott sometimes when things go unraveling all of a sudden there was the first interception that he threw he threw right into the belly of a defender and I'm just like wait how did you not how did you not see him you know what I mean so he's not seeing the field great and he's got a lot of kids around him you know what I mean think about like when Aaron Rodgers was there at least he had Cobb and at least he had Lazard who was a couple years in these guys are all children you know like every single one of them Jordan Love's now throwing to Romeo Dubs and Christian Watson and, and, and their tight ends are rookie. So it's like you don't have any veteran leadership there. He's been there for four years, but they're treating him like a rookie because he's never started before outside of like one play in Kansas City last year. But like, I don't know, man, Jordan Love, he's got some growing to do, but he needs he needs people around him to grow. And last but not least, Stallion. Well, I agree with what Dave said about Jordan Love and Rogers. Yeah, he had Devontae Adams, Cobb. He oh, had Adams, too, sorry, yeah. Yeah, who was the shit? I can't remember the, the white wide receiver. Really good, uh, Jordy, Jordy, Jordy Nelson. Jordy Phil Nelson. Jordy Nelson, like yeah, yeah. These guys, Love doesn't have that. I think Love has talent. I think Love is better than Dak already. Um, as far as Jimmy G goes, he's a service quarterback. You you bring Jimmy G into a good situation. Jimmy G doesn't make a situation good, but he is serviceable. He can win your games, but he's not going to be remembered as an elite quarterback. Uh, once again, I think he's better than Dak Prescott as well. But I think the clock is definitely running on Jimmy G. Just with the four hours. And I tell you, really, when you think about it, the Monday night games and the Thursday night games this year, with the exception of um, hopefully tomorrow night, they've been the shits, the Monday night and the Thursday night games. So, you know, that's it. Last Thursday <laughs> night game was really good, actually. Bears just Washington. out of curiosity, uh, just out of curiosity, Raleigh, what flavor would you compare Dak's dick to? Because you really just uh, completely <laughs> blown this guy. For I don't as long as I've known you, as long as Dak Prescott's been in the league, you're obsessed 
with this dude. You are borderline crazy about that. You're like a bad girlfriend, bro. Like, well, shit. It's you know I can answer that. I'll never forget Please. when Dak when yeah. Dak's first, first game came and there was a delusional fellow from let's say the great state of uh, Kentucky, Louisville area, and he wrote after the second throw that Dak, this kid could become the face of the league. After the second throw, I'm like, this kid was a sixth round who got his ass knocked. Dak's greatest hit is when he got his ass knocked out at the beach in college because that's his greatest hit. But, like, this guy has never been a good NFL quarterback. And that's, and that's it. That's not but, true, though. No. That's not true. How many games has he won in the playoffs? Two. Okay. How many playoff games has he played? Four. Yeah, so he's 500. He's, uh, he sucks. Okay. He's not good. <laughs> that's, that's what I'm saying. Like he's yeah. beaten, he beat Russ Wilson when Russ Wilson was good, right? And oh, so he was oh, cooking oh, when he was cooking. When he was when Russ was cooking, right? That, and well, he was also that. he that. retired the goat last year. He beat. He didn't retire. Tom, Tom Brady was the only person older than me. Okay, listen, he didn't retire him. He came to the end of his rope. All right, stop. Can't 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 can't. Uh, you know, time's undefeated. Um, no. All right, fourth segment of the show. So, unfortunately, this was a pretty brutal week on injuries all over the NFL. Uh, Travis Kelsey, Daniel Jones, Leighton Van Der Esch, Justin Jefferson, Matt Milano, Anthony Richardson, and many more. Raleigh, what are you showing? His, his weed gummies. Oh, his weed. Okay, anyway. <laughs> I'm jealous right now. So I'm, like, salivating, and they got, I'm waiting for him downstairs. They're waiting. So good. So good. So I named a few, all but Travis Kelsey, who actually practiced today. Uh, most of those that I named will be missing time. Uh, which injury is most significant to their team, do you guys believe? Dave, I'll start with you. Um, the most significant injury, obviously, is is a team that's already unraveling in, in Minnesota. Like they're they're That's tough sledding going forward. And now you take away their best weapon, Justin Jefferson. And look, there is going to be no rush back. That dude's going to be the highest paid wide receiver in football in just a little bit, right? So you're you're like, if you're I don't know three and seven by the time he's kind of borderline is quote healthy, do you really think this guy's going to go out there and go balls out on any football field until he gets his money? That's not going to happen. So that's why I think it's the most significant injury because we may not see Justin Jefferson for the rest of this season. I know it sounds ridiculous talking about it in October, but if that team goes off the rails. What the hell is he playing for, right? I mean, yeah. those other injuries like Van Der Esch, that sucks. That might be career type shit, man, because he's had a problem with neck, you know, since he's got into the league. Um, but the the biggest what? I see is is where the money is, and the money follows Justin Jefferson, and I think that's the biggest one because call me crazy, I think Kirk Cousins gets dealt at the trade deadline. I, I truly think that's a thing, and there's legs to that, um, and, and then the the entire Minnesota offense is just imploded. Yeah, definitely where they smoke this fire. And yeah. now this week they have to go play Chicago's new high-powered offense that they're pulling up. So <laughs> Calm down. not looking good Calm for down. Minnesota. Calm down. All right. Raleigh, let's go to you. <laughs> I have to agree with Justin Jefferson. Uh, somebody said to me the other day at work, um, it wasn't my focus group. I haven't yet got one. But um, <laughs> You didn't get my invite, Raleigh? <laughs> I, I, I ignored it. Uh, I was watching midget porn on porn. Uh, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, no, but I agree. I and I, yeah, he was actually. If I got the frosted hand, it's a bottom. Um, <laughs> but um, I don't. I think this sends the Vikings into a rebuild mode. I think Cousins does get dealt at the deadline. I think 
Huh. You know, everything that they thought Madison was going to be able to fill in for Cook. But I think you saw, like you see him with Pollard and Dallas, that these guys ran a lot better. They, you know, with the with the belt, with the bell. Uh, uh, they the bell ran cow. better as supplemental backs. Right, because they had, the you know, the bell cow in front of them. Yeah. You know, you had Zeke running in front of you. You had uh, Cook running in front of you. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden the ball's yours. You don't get the blows you used to get as, as, as you know, this. And uh, it's horrible. And I know they went out and signed Akers, so I don't think is a good NFL running back. Serves them, but not a great one. So I could see Minnesota definitely. I could definitely agree. Jefferson's like, I ain't going back on there. Um, yeah, because he's he's going to sign for the money if he never plays a game this season and he's healthy. And if he comes back and busts his ass and gets hurt, then he's not worth as much. So I agree with that. So if you're the Jets, are you calling about him? About who? About um, Kirk Cousins. Cousins? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Especially if, if the Jets, if the Jets for whatever reason – the, the trade deadline's in two weeks, right? I think so. It's like if the Jets were to squeak out one win out of the next two weeks, because they're probably gonna get throttled by Philly, right? But if they if they yeah. win the next week for whatever reason, I don't even know who they play, it doesn't matter. If they feel like there's some kind of glimmer of hope with the defense that they have, they're they have to call about a quarterback because you have miracle worker Aaron Rodgers probably ready to come back in December or some shit, if that's the case, right? Yeah. But I would definitely make a move on Kirk Cousins, he's a rental. He's a rental right now, so then you know by the time it's over, it's over, and he can go sign wherever the hell he wants. He does have a no trade clause. He that was mentioned. They asked him about that today in his in his, uh, in his interview. He can waive that. Yeah, especially if this team is in the shitter. You know. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Why is he gonna want to get beat up there? Yeah, and if he has, a, he has Jets a chance of running all around, get the playoff run. Yeah. yeah. So all right, Donnie, your thoughts? Injuries? Uh, <laughs> Uh, obviously, Kelsey, if he's going to miss time, that's huge. Look what happened in week one when he wasn't there. They lost. Yeah, he came so, back. He played in He played in the game, though, right, Kelsey? Didn't he, he come did. back and score a touchdown? So. Yeah. yeah that's I'm saying if he was out. Jefferson yeah. is huge. But I'll tell you what, the one that kind of piqued my interest when I saw it, I said, hmm, is that Anthony Richardson won. Mm. Your rookie year, and this is already his second stint second, on the injury Second or third, right? Yeah. Second, yeah. So I don't know, man. I saw that, and I said, just something here that I don't know what's going on. If, if I don't want to say an athlete is injury prone, but, man, you got handed the keys to the Colts franchise your rookie year, and this is already your second time, and Garden Minshew is going to step in, and he's done a serviceable job. Always has. I'm a big Minshew mark. Him yeah. and his old man. I love that act. But uh, the Anthony Richardson one, I think, bears some watching a little closely just to see because you don't want to go down this road for the next two or three years where six to eight games a year your franchise quarterback is out. And that's that's what he's heading towards right now. I, I agree, Donnie, seen... but, but I think it's his gameplay. The guy plays that's tough. He plays ask. hard. No, he's been, du- you know, ducking his head and running into guys. It's. I think he needs to change a few of the ways he, you know, he, he plays the game. He's going to wind up like RG3 real quick. You know, this is the NFL, not college. He has to learn probably. Yeah. This isn't a guy that's like, you know, getting phantom hit and like breaking a collarbone or something like, like a Tony Romo back in the day. This guy is playing tough, hard-nosed football and he's getting hurt. You got to be able to draw that back a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. You got to learn when to slide. You know, yes, if that's I mean, were these injuries from him running, running the rock? I, I didn't remember. Yeah, uh, I know the one was. I don't know about this last one. I didn't watch the call. I Al just Pacino. knew that they were going to win. Al Pacino says that in any given Sunday, Willie Beeman's running all over the place, and I remember hear, hearing his voice like, "Can somebody teach this kid out of slide?" <laughs> just getting murdered. <laughs> so normally we ask. Lt was the star of that movie. <laughs> normally we'll ask Mike now, fanboy question of the week. But I actually have one that was. <laughs> Seriously submitted to Raleigh this week. <laughs> did you read this yet, Raleigh? I did. Okay, this is submitted by Chris CYB Karcher. 
Oh, shit. Raleigh, is it true that you almost trained at the ECW school with Taz? <laughs> what? It's a shame so, Mike's not on here to hear the story. Hopefully, Mike listens to hear uh, the Mike, story. Mike knows this story. Oh, okay. Dave I doesn't. don't. Or Donnie. I don't no, know. so, yeah, so I, oh, shit. Years ago, I was driving home on the Southern State Parkway, and there was a guy pulled over on the side. And he had a black SUV. And like he had a flat. I'm like, this guy doesn't know what the fuck he's doing. He just tell by the way, I pulled over and I got out. It was Taz right there. And he's I'm like, oh shit, Taz, you know this that. So I helped him change his flat. He's like, oh, you know this that school. So I, a day or two later, I went down to check out the ECW school and everything. And uh yeah, he's like, uh, so we were talking, him and Saturn were there, and then uh I was talking with he's like, Yeah, it's 150. I go, for what? He goes, Yeah, to come here and visit. I'm like, Yeah, you're not getting 150 from me. Dude, like, just that. He's like, oh, he's like, I'm gonna. How old were you at I'm, the time? Nineteen. Oh, okay. After you uh, helped him with the tire. Excuse me. After you helped him with the tire, he tried to yeah, charge you. Was, I guess they were charging anybody 150 to come down and check out the school. But <laughs> like, he's like, oh, this that, and he's like, I'm gonna. I'm like, he's like, I'm gonna sue you. I'm like, so you're gonna hire an attorney and sue me. Over something you can't prove that you told because you didn't tell me that because I'm like, I didn't fucking give you 150 to take it out. I said, So you're going to hire an attorney and pay $4,000 to win 150? I'll give you nothing and we'll call it even. So that was just it, you know? Like, but didn't, he call, he, you, didn't he call you? Well, that's when I said that. You're right. So a day or two later, he called me. He's like, Yo, this is Taz. He goes, ECW is owned by a bunch of attorneys and we're going to sue you. I'm like, You're going to fucking sue me for $150 that you have no proof of contract. And you're going to, these attorneys that own it or you have on retainer, they're going to waste their time in a small claims court at, at least for 150 bucks. I'd, lo I'd so, love to hear that phone call. Hey, uh, Mr. Heyman, uh, we need your services uh, to require, to I, get. Honestly, uh, I, I, think, uh, <laughs> I think honestly what it was, it was kind of a gimmick between him and mm -hmm. Saturn. Of course. Because they probably, yeah, they weren't making money. Uh, they were probably going to get paid at the time. And, uh, uh, Taz was still living in, is, is living in Massachusetts like he is now. And I believe uh, Saturn was living in, I want to say, Farmingdale? Somewhere uh, he, was in, uh, he was in Farmingdale or uh, uh, Lindenhurst or something like that at the time, I believe. But I know they were both local to like the school, which was in Deer Park, Brentwood, in the Industrial Park. Yeah. So, yeah. But oh, I'll never forget. It, it's, I love that it's story. The, the day I went there, there was a um, – uh, a camper like set up in the parking lot, like a really ugly green camper. I'm like, who the fuck is living here? And it ended up years later being Crash Holly when he was a, came out from California to do the, the ECW House of Hardcore. So, yeah. Well, Chris, Chris Karcher, thank you for that question. Chris Karcher is also uh, known as and, uh, 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 Brian, Myers, Brian Myers' brother in law. The man who <laughs> saved Brian and Maven and myself on a Boston night when we were thrown out of the house and we had no place to stay. And CYB stepped up and let us stay in a haunted mansion in Connecticut. And, uh, yeah, it was quite the night. But CYB, love you, buddy. All right, fellas. Time to go over last week's locks and upsets. All right. Oh, let me get a beer. Let me get a beer. Go ahead. I'm going to take a little <laughs> swig of my water for the working man. <laughs> Don't go over that. Go All right. Dave's, Dave's lock was Miami. <laughs> Over the Giants. Ding, ding, ding. Easy work. And his upset was Jets over Denver. 
ding, 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 ding. There we that? go. We'll wait. We'll get back to Mikey Mush. All right. Um, <laughs> Donnie's luck. Kansas City over the Vikings. Ding, 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 ding. And his upset, Texans over Falcons. That's an eh. Yeah, by two yeah. points. All right. Raleigh's luck. No. Yeah, Raleigh's luck. Was 49ers over the Cowboys. Oh, hold on. Let me ring that bell. Ding, 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 ding. And, and his upset, Indy over Tennessee. Ding, 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 ding. ding, ding. Well, is, there, is there a way that we can get Mike in here anyway right now? Make we summon him? Uh, hold on. Hold on. I think he's ah, there. There he is. Hey, guys, I'm sorry. I'm here in Louisville making it the next Hollywood. Uh, well, uh, what do we got? Let's hear my picks. What do you say, ye? My board of bets, Steven Jack. <laughs> Mike's, Mike, your lock was lines over the Panthers. You got that one right. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> and, and your upset was Rams over the Eagles. <laughs> <laughs> Well, guys, you know what's going to happen to – I got to pick – because all I, Cowboys are good, Eagles are bad. What else we got? <laughs> <laughs> well, so, Mike, um, let's go around the horn now and get this week's locks and upsets from everybody. Mike, let's start oh. with you. Your uh, upset, your upset uh, Mike? My upset, let's take uh, – oh, the Jets. They're, they're going to beat the Eagles. Hey, I've seen it. I've watched the Eagles. They're pedestrianly five and zero, and I'm not impressed with an undefeated team. So I think the Jets, uh, the Jets beat the Eagles. Let's take that as the upside. Okay. Making money with Mikey Mush bet. Thank you. And, uh, and, okay, Lacey Lemon. What have you? What's the last time you want to bet? And your lock, Mike. Uh, let's take the lock. Let's. Uh, there's a team in Dallas. So yeah, the Cowboys are with the Chargers. I haven't gone with the Cowboys yet this year. They're undefeated. Wait, they lost. Uh, All right, Mike. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Okay. Al, I'm coming. Bye, guys. All right, Dave. Wait. We'll start with you. want to start with you, Dave? Hold on. You hear this? What? I got a special Hold on. Raleigh, behind you. (laughs) (laughs) So, I have a special pick. You're not going to do my boy like that. You're not going to do my boy dirty like that. Oh, man, that was I mean, it's amazing how fast I can work behind the scenes. Dave, that was um, great, Dave. It's not bad, right? So anyway. That was actually, that was very good. <laughs> so my lock of the week will be the Buffalo Bills to take out the New York Giants. <laughs> so that's a, that's a given for me. I mean, that's, that's a layup. Um, my upset here is going to be I don't know who's – yeah, no. Right you here, know what? Dave. Bounce back, right Tom. Here. Right here, Dave. They're, in the, they're favored. They have to be favored. I think they are. Yeah, but, uh, so they're home. So we're just going to okay. – um, My upset is going to be a little bit out, off the wall here. I want to say Washington is not as bad as what they are, and I think they're going to beat Atlanta in Atlanta. I, it, it's not – I'm not really confident, confident, but I'm looking up and down the board, and I'm just like, eh, you know, a lot of these aren't really upsets. There's going to be a lot of favorites <laughs> this week. Um, and I think that, uh, yeah, I th- I'm gonna, I'll just say, I'll ride with the uh, Mr. Uh, 
the hell is his name? The, the fucking quarterback. <laughs> the, Sam, uh, Sam Howell. Yeah, I had him last week uh, for a special he, fantasy. He, he played well. He played well. He played well in the second half. In the first half, he was yeah, well, yeah. So, yeah, I'll take, uh, I'll take the Redskins. All right, Raleigh, your lock. My lock of the week. Well, you know what, Jamie? You know what you got to have in life? You got to have big balls. And both my picks this week, I guess, could be considered upsets, but let's throw the lock of the weekend. It's the charges over them Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are reeling from national embarrassment. Dak, oh, oh my God, he's looking over that shoulder, and he's seen a young Trey Lance getting ready. So I'm going to take the charges, all right? Will, yeah, you, bet, lock it in. will you bet Mike two cases right now? I'll get my one I want zeros. <laughs> oh, oh, hold on, the board of bets. It's, I know it's an audio podcast, but I got to show the board of bets. So, uh, what do you say, ye? I take the Dallas Cowboys over the Chargers. Deal, no. Mike. Done. <laughs> Two cases. Raleigh, you're upset. And my upset is going to be, believe it or not, the Broncos over the Chiefs tomorrow night. Uh, the Chiefs are four and one. They haven't been impressive in any game this year. Um, Kelsey's banged up. I wouldn't be surprised with the bye the following week if Kelsey doesn't play tomorrow night. Ooh, Give him two weeks that. rest, um, especially with the Broncos. I think uh, Kansas City is, is is really in trouble without Kelsey. They have no one to throw to. I would, you're not going to win a Super Bowl with Tony and Rice and, and, and stuff like that. Um, and I just think, uh, yeah, the running game, ha- Pacheco is good, but it's still – He's still getting Hilaire in there, and then they're not using uh, what's his name? Um, Sky Moore. Number one. No, no, number one. Um, the McKinnon. running back, uh, McKinnon. I mean, last year they had a Pacheco would get it down there, McKinnon would catch it out of the backfield. They changed all that. So, I, I my, my upset's going to be the Broncos. I think this could be a game where the Broncos, like, you know, who are they, you know? But mm-hmm. so I'm going to take the Broncos over the Chiefs tomorrow night. my upset. All right. And uh, Donnie, your luck. My lock of the week after I saw what I saw firsthand last weekend, I'm I got to go the Miami Dolphins over the Carolina Panthers. Uh, and they have HA, I believe, is out for the next four weeks. That's a big loss to the Miami Dolphins. If they can weather the storm and just kind of hold course, that team is going to be standing at the end of the year, I, I think. I mean, that's dude. Not, really, not for nothing, not to cut you off, but like that guy came out of left field. So like they, these guys were way good before that, that he burst yeah, out. He was, but he's icing on the cake. So whenever right. you take a few layers off the cake, it's going to not, not taste as good. And my upset of the week, Jamie, you're wearing it. I'm going go. down against the Vikings. I'm going with the bears over the Vikings. Oh, yeah, it is. The bears are getting two. The Bears are home dogs against the Vikings? They're not home. They're not home. It's not in Chicago. It is in Chicago. I just looked. It is in Chicago. Vikings are at Bears. Bears are getting two and a half. It is in Chicago. Yep, home dogs. That's okay. That's ridiculous. If I knew that, I would have took the fucking Bears. I agree. That's why I took them. You can still bet it now. (laughs) That's true. Yeah, I did. I love that all as long as long. Mikey Mush as long as Mikey Mush takes the Vikings, we're golden boys. Mikey Mush <laughs> has taken the I believe he has taken the Jets over the Eagles. That is the best. <laughs> uh, Mikey, okay. yes, yes. Mike Mike is upset as the Jets and his lock is the Cowboys. Just for transparency, there it is. The Mikey Mush fun bet has been placed. 
five dollars <laughs> on the New York Jets against the Eagles. You should see you you should see you keep doubling down every week. Like you said, there's fourteen dollars. Bet fourteen dollars on that. Yeah, that's a, that's a great oh, yeah. idea. If he's such you know a if he's such a shitty mush, nine, you know, we're gonna put another nine dollars into that. There you go. I think, yeah, I like I like that idea. And then once you, once he breaks it, you start over. You know, see how big it can get. Guys, we do have a question that was submitted on X from Johnny Espinoza. It's a football question. He asks, I wanted to get everyone's opinion on who's been the biggest surprise and who's been the biggest disappointment so far. I guess he could be player, team, you know, yeah, what have that's you. How I took so it. we'll start with you, Raleigh. And guys, if you have a question for us on the X, we don't have an account, but you could just X tweet. No, X me. I'm at J Silverman. J I S L V A M A. It will always be Twitter. Get over it. Like it's X. It's X. Shit. X. X. Straight edge. Straight edge. Go ahead, Rob. Thank you, Jack. First of all, I want Johnny's a pretty big active guy on our Facebook group too, right? So Johnny, honestly, brother, thank you for the support. Thank you for the questions, buddy. Keep listening, and we appreciate a fan that's as engaged as you are. So. Um, no, I, I John, say- Johnny, I know from the, the card foundation that the wrestling oh. and trading cards, he does that. That's what you, that's probably how you know his name, but he did join oh. us on potting with the pundits. Yes. Oh, did he? Okay. Oh, okay. But, uh, anyway, um, I think my biggest surprise this year, it has to be like Cincinnati. Um, mm. yeah, like they're not, I mean, Bur- okay. Burrow and chase. I thank God. Cause I, I have Justin, uh, I have a uh, Jamar chase on two of my fantasy teams. I picked number two overall, both, uh, you know, Guy Jefferson and that. So I was just like, oh my God. So he kind of had a breakout, but yeah, they're surprised. Mixon, like I, I kind of stated, like the off the field issues, I think are, are take it to him. And I don't know what Burrow is, you know, what's going on with him. So uh, that's the biggest surprise. Yeah, I know. I mean, but, you know, that was that surprise me. I thought they would handily win their division. Now, you know, not so much. <clears throat> uh, Donnie. My biggest surprise of the season, I got to say the Miami Dolphins. I mean, I knew – I kept thinking to myself, oh, two is one hit away. They're going to crumble like a house of cards. Boy, they've come <laughs> out all cylinders, man. And um, I think they could take that spot that Cincinnati held the last few years as that third team in the AFC at the end of the year. I think it could be them, Buffalo, and Kansas City kind of hanging around at the end. Miami Dolphins. And biggest disappointment of the year? That's uh, the New York Giants. I mean, bro, I had such high hopes for this year. I thought maybe at the bye they'd be three and three. I was hoping for like four and two. Uh, I don't know, man. The wheels just fell off real quick. Hopefully they can put them back on and ride a little bit of a straight line and get a few wins. I don't know. But uh, for me, it's the Giants. Rod, did you mention your disappointment? Oh, my disappointment. Um, in yourself. In yourself. Disappointed in myself. Here we go. Yeah, how can you how can you flip this into Cowboys? How can you flip this into Cowboys? That's all it is. My biggest disappointment is that I didn't go to the San Francisco Dallas game on national (laughs) TV and and just sit there like like just laugh and just somehow get the camera on me. And have a shirt that said "fuck Mike Bucci" on it. Um, <laughs> next week, next week, get it done. <laughs> so no, but that that no, honestly, the biggest disappointment. I think it's the Thursday night games and the Monday night game. They haven't been spectacular. Uh, it seems every Thursday. I mean, last Thursday on paper, the Bears versus the the, the Commanders. I mean, 
Oh my God! I think you know. I, I think I would have rather you know attended a, a you know a brisk over that. You know. <laughs> hey, brisk and nice. Hey, Jamie. I'm a you know I'm I'm a Catholic by by birth, but I you know I love and respect all religions. And you've had a little you've had a little Jew in you. Trust me, I know firsthand. You've had a little Jew in you. <laughs> in me, you or have, I, I in you oh, in I've you. Been, <laughs> you no, know, you have a little Jew in you. <laughs> what? Oof, dude! I'm sitting. Not, I'm sitting right here. What? I mean, what the hell's going on here? Dave, let's, what? Dave, let's Dave, 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 your biggest upset and disappointment. What, what is that? <laughs> what the fuck is happening? Oh, Gavolt! Jesus Christ! Anyway, I think Jamie's going to say, "I've been inside a few Jews." <laughs> not, not no, what he said. No, no, no he didn't say that. I think he specifically said no. it the other way. So he made a oh! oh, I fucking just realized what. I, oh yeah, I forgot about that. Oh what yeah, yeah. Oh, what? Why? Why? <laughs> anybody who's listening out there, anybody who's listening with a normal sense of brain, is is now accepting the fact that you have had a Jewish person inside of you, Raleigh. A Jewish digit. <laughs> he said he forgot. How would anyone ever forget that? It's unforgettable. It's unforgettable. I'd wake up daily remembering that. I would remember 24 hours a day. I've been with a lot of women. I've had a lot of sex in my day. And I can't tell you that was the that wasn't the only time that a woman attempted to um penetrate me digitally. <laughs> Please move on. Please, we have a question. Jamie, Jamie says, as the uh, associate producer of the show. This will be on our off-season podcast. Jamie and I be called uh, digitally loving. <laughs> oh my god! All right, so my biggest uh, surprise right now, right now as it stands, going into this week, is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Man, three and one, like that's for me. That's like. When they said it was going to be between Baker and, and Kyle Trask, I was like, oh, cool. So they're playing for the number one overall pick. Like, that, that's exactly what they're going for. But Baker is is taking that on the chin. He's pissed off. Um, he's playing with a little bit of a chip on his shoulder, and, and that's the biggest surprise. Um, biggest disappointment, I do not see Sean Payton being this bad with, with the Denver yeah. Broncos right now. I really stopped. <laughs> I agree. Um, I didn't see that coming at all. I mean, I think Sean Payton is a a piece of shit person. To be honest with you, um, I don't know what he's doing with that paper with the hole in the mouth. <laughs> I just, you know, I digress. Um, I after the last, I digress a lot. Yeah. Taz, Taz says that. Um, so I, I don't know <laughs> exactly. Don't penetrate me, brother. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I, I just didn't see that happening. I thought Russ would have bounced back with a new coach and like a, a guy who's won a Super Bowl, blah, blah, blah. But uh, yeah, you're seeing that Sean Payton is right up there with like the Mike McCarthy's of the world that were like celebrated for that big Super Bowl win. But then after that, like he did nothing. So um, I think he's a little overrated. I think he needs to go back to the booth. And I think he just needs to keep his mouth shut and be humble because right now his team's getting sparked every week and the Jets just bitch slapped him. You know what I mean? So that's what exactly what Robert Salas said to him too. Like when they shook hands at the game, humble. did you see yeah. that? He Salad said, "Stay humble." Merc that dude. Oh, I would, I would him. love yeah. to see Salah just double leg take down yeah, he's, <laughs> at the midfield strike. He's Jack. Salah's Jack. Oh, Salah's the man. Um, but yeah, it's my biggest disappointment is the Denver Broncos. All right, guys. Well, that's a great episode. Nice and smooth yeah, episode okay. tonight. I, Mr. Moderat, I have a quick fan question for Mike if he's still there. Oh, Jesus Christ. It's going, oh. so, it's going so well. Hold on. 
This comes from a longtime friend of mine named Russ Ayers, who I used to work with at a uh, police department. One of the top dispatchers I ever worked with. Terrific guy. Russ has a question. It says, the Cowboys were creaming their jeans after they beat up on the Giants week one. Then they beat the lowly Pats or Jets. Then the Patriots for their three wins. Then they lost to a really bad team in the Cardinals. Got dismantled yesterday by the 49ers. Where do you think that they fall as far as the rest of the league? By the way, I'm not putting them in my top 10. Dak just threw his helmet after the game and it got intercepted. Mike, please keep betting against the Eagles. You are a good luck charm. Love, Russ. So where would you put the the Cowboys as far as the rest of the NFL teams right now? If you hey, Russ, right. you're a fucking dork. Wait, <laughs> well, well, uh, uh, Russ. He's a great guy. Good friend. Oh, man. It's my turn. Thank uh, you, Mike. I, I put I, I put the Cowboys to the best team in the league. Did I did you see the first two games? They're 70 <laughs> points. They're the hottest team of yeah, they lost to the shitty Cardinals and then to the best team in the NFL. But they're still they're not gonna play another team with, with no, no 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 quarterback. They'll win that. They're not gonna win the big game. And Ross <laughs> kissed my ass. Because I'm a movie star. Into the fire. And then I'm gonna be Professor Plum or Colonel Mustard. <laughs> <laughs> okay, guys. It's time to wrap. It's, it's time to wrap the show up. Uh, any final thoughts or comments? We'll start with you, Dave. And yeah, let's keep uh, it. To, let's keep it nice, guys. Yeah, no. To echo uh, to echo Raleigh uh, from the beginning of the show. I, I didn't obviously mention anything, but obviously I do have a some Jewish heritage in my uh, in my family in my media family. So what they're going through is absolute garbage. Uh, I think it's horrible. I think it's horrific. Um, and, and I just, you know, there's not two sides to every story. There's a lot of things going on right now, um, and they need all the love and support. So be sure to, uh, you know, help out your brothers, help out our, your, your fellow Hebrews and Shebrews, you know what I mean? Like help those guys out, um, and, and donate to any causes that are coming up, uh, that, that are sending, you know, I think Floyd Mayweather, if I'm not mistaken, sent his entire jet full of like whatever relief stuff. Like, so people are starting to, to help out and uh, make sure the money goes to the right direction, not this Ukraine shit where nobody knew nothing about nothing. Mm -hmm. And um, and listen, 2024, we have a choice to make, and uh, I just hope that everybody makes the right one. All right, Donnie, final thoughts? Shout out. Uh, I just want to say it's been a great October so far. I love the Halloween season. I echo the other sentiments. Please donate and help out wherever you can, including and up to our, our local food banks here in Ocean County. We're doing a haunt. We're doing a lot of stuff this Halloween season to support our local food banks, the veterans, and a lot of other people who need it. Uh, other than that, I'm looking forward to a great weekend. We're going to hit a few local haunts up in upstate New York with some friends of ours. Uh, and my girls are going to see the Taylor Swift movie this weekend. And yours truly was adopted as their one to go bring them to the movies and back and sit with them during the movie because my wife enjoy. has some other obligations. So, enjoy. yeah, I'll be there Saturday. I think I'm going to do that, too, on Saturday. No bullshit. 9 30 in the morning. I don't, have any, I don't have a daughter that's willing to go see it. It just might be me. <laughs> oh, well, take the guy in the lower box there who maybe will be looking to get digitally penetrated again. <laughs> Raleigh, the floor is yours for any final thoughts or comments. Uh, um, I just honestly, guys, love your family, love your friends. Uh, loyalty is the most important thing in the world when it comes to friendship, a relationship, any type of ship you're on, you want loyalty. Uh, but seriously, just to echo once again my, my initial my, my thoughts and prayers are with the people of Israel and to the victims of this horrible, horrible, disgusting Muslim attack once again 
my thoughts and prayers go out to you. May your families find strength and love in this time of need. And to Senator Omar of Michigan, you piece of trash, to say that Israel acted out in a war crime in retaliating for their innocent civilians killed. May God have mercy on your soul. This is the same woman that described 9-11 as some people did something. No, radical Muslim terrorists threw, flew planes into our buildings and killed over 3,000 people in my hometown, okay? And I lost family members and friends. It's time this world wakes up and call a snake a snake. Guys, I love you. So I'm sorry. Probably our last podcast. Cancellation. Guys, for parting with the pun. For parting with the pundits, I'm Jay Silver. Don't count the days. Make the days count. We out. We have no-